Welcome to Canny Cross Conversations with me, Michelle. And me, Louise, talking all things dogs, running and canny sports. This episode is sponsored by the Get Stronger Run a Faster 5K course. It's great for canny crossers and runners to improve their 5K time and keep up with their dogs. Welcome to this week's Candy Cross Conversations. Now, this week you have Michelle and I having a little chat because our guest that we were going to have on this week has lost her voice. <laughs> so it makes podcasting a little bit difficult. <laughs> so, Kate, get well soon and we'll get you on in a couple of weeks. And we're looking forward to that episode, but you have to listen out to hear what it's all about. So, Michelle and I thought we'd um, just have a little chat because actually we've been upping is it's got to that time hasn't it michelle it's february we've sort of got ourselves back into a routine uh with our training and um we're sort of ramping it up a bit which we were just talking about um tell us what you've got going on at the moment goals and uh, well i've got a 10k race well it's actually a six mile road race coming up next weekend um so not canny cross um, I still haven't done a canny cross race. We will get there eventually, I'm sure. <laughs> but I've just set myself a few personal goals. So I've got I've booked in three 10k races between now and July. Um, so I'm just trying to build a bit of fitness back. I've been, I mean, those who listen to the podcast regularly and we've, we've had guests on about perimenopause will know that I've been struggling lately, um, just with energy really and motivation, getting out there. So. I've kind of been writing myself a training plan (laughs) and trying to keep myself accountable. Um, I mean, you're helping me, Louise, with the strength side of things. I've been getting two Pilates sessions in a week and I already feel better for it. Um, So I am feeling I'm motivated this week. I've been out twice with the dog on my own, like without a friend. I normally (laughs) cling on to the fact that I've got somebody holding me (laughs) accountable, a human. The dog's sometimes not enough, but I've been out with her twice this week, so I'm getting there. That's really good, isn't it? And it, we were, before we came on, we were just talking about accountability and motivation. And it's really interesting. And if you subscribe to my um, Studio 44 Pilates newsletter, I have written a lot about motivation and accountability in there this week because I think people think, and I don't know if it's the same with you, uh, Michelle, but I think people think you work in fitness, you're fit, you're good at it, and you just get on with it. But actually, we're human. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I, I feel like if, if I have like a, a day where I'm not feeling motivated, I feel like a bit of an imposter because I feel yeah. like I should be on it all the time. But we're not, are we? We are human. No, and I, I am absolutely shattered at the moment. The last two weeks just and my motivation has gone. I, I, I think it was last week I put a post up saying I'm not in the mood. And I started doing a leg session and I gave up and I never do that. (laughs) But I think what it comes back to is the accountability and the motivation. And I think so. Michelle is has written a running plan for me, which I've just about got into now. Um, And uh, and I, I follow a few other people to give me motivation for the strength side, even though I know what I'm doing, because if I've got a, a session to follow, I'll do it. Although I have, I have started writing myself some plans. But as you say, it's the accountability side of it, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I really struggle with doing my intervals because I've only got myself to answer to. So I need somebody to shout at me if I don't do them. 
I can shout at you. That's fine. Maybe, yeah, maybe you can do that too. <laughs> I did I did intervals yesterday, um, and I need to sort out my watch tech because um, I thought I got it sorted, but it, it hadn't. But uh, so we we need the motivation as well, and we were talking about sort of the accountability side of it. And I suppose actually we're quite lucky, Michelle, because we have each other. Even yeah. though we live nowhere near each other, it's the odd text going, "Get out!" and "Have you done your strength?" or "Well done on doing it." Yeah, um, oh, oh, wakey, wakey, it's nearly Pilates time. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes Michelle does not like getting up for my early morning classes. <laughs> I was shouting a lot at you this morning as well, wasn't I? So, well, you were. I am feeling better for it, though. I've been consistent for the last three weeks now, and I finally managed some press-ups not on my knees today, so I was quite happy. And I think that okay. shows how quickly it can come round, doesn't it? It's mm. the same with the running. I know my running fitness is actually quite good at the moment. So when I started canning crossing again with Pickle when she was, you know, coming back into it and she's come back stronger, um, I I don't feel that I'm fit running after her. Well, I did a bit today, but um, yeah, I don't feel that I'm fit. So it... If you can keep that baseline there and then ramp it up, I think it's really good. But ramping it up is the hard bit, isn't it? So I, I've i had a bit of a nightmare today. Go on, what happened? You've just been for a run, haven't you? I went for a run this morning. Well, can you cross this morning? So so Michelle's given me this. I've got a 10K. And so I've got it it's in June. It's a time, isn't it? In June, but I think that I can probably do a few others in between. But we were going to just, you've got a plan for me and yeah. we're doing it. And to just get my speed up, um, which is obviously going to benefit my canny cross. Um, and you had set me a three, a 5K today with a five-minute tempo. Yeah. And you then said to me after Pilates today, so just go and do that tempo. And then, you know, if there's a duck on the canal, that's fine. That can be your tempo bit. Cause that was just a totally flippant comment. Yes, well... <laughs> Pickle, as you probably know and heard me say, Pickle speeds up when we're doing it. So I'm aware of it. So we had a lovely, easy run up to the canal. The dog was listening. Got onto the canal. And I think the ducks are out to, you know, the ducks and squirrels today were just sort of lounging around on the side of the path or in the reeds. And I didn't see one. And I ended up on my bottom. Not in the canal, but it's so muddy out there, isn't it? Um, and also, I, I, you know, I've got a, few, a niddle, which I haven't had for ages, which has really annoyed me as well. So um, I need a rest day, definitely. Yeah, I, th- I think you need a bit more recovery, don't you? Um, if you have been up in the ante lately, maybe an extra rest day or I- I've been in the habit of an afternoon nap if I'm feeling tired. Well, I think I might have to go and have one this afternoon. And I literally just take, I take, I give myself half an hour and I'll just go and lie down somewhere quiet and I'll just shut my eyes. And sometimes I'm only asleep like 10 minutes, but it really helps. But I think that's so important. I do. I, I think um, sleep, and I haven't been getting as much sleep this week. And again, that's sort of menopausal. There's a lot of menopausal women out there that don't get the sleep. And then we try to, you know, to try to go out and carry on with what we're doing. And I think rest is something really underrated that we need yeah. to prioritise. Does anybody know a sleep expert out there, by the way? Because we'd love to get them on the podcast to chat about sleep. So if, yeah. if you do have any contacts, let us know. We'd, that's kind of a, a a gap, really, in our knowledge as to how helpful it can be. Yeah, you see quite a lot, don't you, about it at the moment and how important yeah. it is. But I don't know enough about it. So, yeah, we'd really like to talk to, talk to someone um, about sleep. So, yeah, let us know. Um, but it's 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 interesting because Red January happened, didn't it? And everyone was um, training for every day 
Yeah, doing some things. And I love the ethos of Red January and it gets people into a, um, a routine and habit. But the side of it that worries me is the fact that you haven't, you're, you're, not, you're not resting. Although I think it's changed. It's not just running now, is it? It used to be run every day, I think, and now it's just do something physical every day. So that can include a walk, you know, which I will often walk on a rest day. That's fine. It doesn't. Ha- you don't have to be exerting yourself, do you? You just stay no. active. And I do know plenty of runners who run every day. Um, um, yeah, and, you know, they manage it fine. So I think it's just a case of not doing something that gets your heart rate really high every day that really tires you out and just listening to your body if you need a rest. I think I'm a bit behind the times because I've I've set myself a challenge this month, February, of doing one hour each day. I've got a little hashtag on Twitter. Well, it's X now, isn't it? And I'm post I'm putting a post up every evening called my daily accountability post. And I'm writing down exactly what I've done, even if I haven't done anything. And that really pains me if I've not done anything. <laughs> <laughs> to write down not managed it today um, but that's only happened once in February where I've I've had a total day off didn't even take the dog for a walk um but I think but that's, that's helping yeah I mean I will do I will have a rest day tomorrow but I will do Pilates so I'm having a rest yeah. day for um for the running from the running I will obviously walk the dog um but I will do Pilates I will do some core work um because I've neglected that a little bit and again that's the interesting thing isn't it I teach Pilates all the time so people think that you're going to be really strong but I have to do my own training because when I'm teaching like this morning I didn't do a thing did I just a few demonstrations for you yeah yeah but I didn't do a session you guys were all at the end of it half an hour later going oh my goodness yeah I hadn't done it but the perception is that you know I've I've sort of I'm fit but I have to work out and do it myself um and so how do you fit that in as well as teaching, Louise? That must be quite tough, actually. I have to get it done in the first thing in the morning. So I teach. Yeah. Most of my classes are done first thing. So I'll have a, a class at 7 o'clock in the morning. And then I'll probably have another one at half nine, ten. And if I haven't got any one-to-one clients, I will then do it then and then take the dog out. Or if I'm going canny crossing, I'll take it her out then. So I have to get it done first thing. And, and people are strange, aren't they? I mean, in theory, your body's warmed up and better in the evening but I like to get it done yeah I like to get it all done in the morning because once I sit down in the evening I don't want to get back up again yeah but can I just I'm gonna ask you a question because um you have done your training plan and I've said to you I need to and again and this comes back to what we're just talking about because time is an essence isn't it so we both work um and walking the dog is obviously or exercising the dog is obviously something that we do most days you don't have to exercise them every day but um walking the dog is important um and fitting that in so canny crossing for me at least two or three times a week for her is what I do at this time of year and I said that to you when you did my program so what have you done in my training my running program to to make sure that I do that but I'm also getting the fitness apart from today where it went totally wrong yeah, I'm just going to have a look at your running plan now because I can't remember, if I'm quite honest. <laughs> so I'm just getting it up in front of me to have a look. Um, but yeah, I've, in fact, I have. I've, you've got a Canny Cross Social in there, haven't you? A regular one. Yeah. Um, and so then... I do that every Sunday. So I don't, for me, that's not really a run because you're, when I do social runs, we have, I have three team leaders now, but whatever group I'm in, I'll stay with the last person in that group because that's how I've always taught and you go to the slowest person. So yeah, that side of it comes out. Yeah. 
And then we've put your tempo running with your canny cross run, haven't we? Because I think yes. I think it's really hard to do intervals with a dog. I think it yeah. depends on the dog because with Poppy, she, yeah, she will run hard and fast for a while, but then she'll be tired. So I find it hard to get her to sprint kind of continuously. Yeah. Doing kind of maybe six to eight reps of something. She's tired at the end. So I can't do intervals with her. No, I, I do can't. think a lot depends on the dog. But a tempo run is relatively easy to do with the dog, isn't it? Because the dog yeah. will be pulling you, you know, will be helping you along a little bit. And it's your job to kind of keep up. That's that's the perfect tempo. You just want to be on the edge of your comfortable zone, don't you, with a tempo run? Yeah. Just feeling that little bit out of breath, just pushing yourself. So I know but not, but the not no, the unfortunate duck incident this morning. We don't, we don't want that to happen. That, it is muddy out there. We were slipping everywhere this morning. Um, but yeah, tempo is good to do the dog. What I tend to do with my own training is I will canny cross poppy instead of a walk. And I'll do those on my easy days. So I'll save my hard sessions for myself. So if I need to go out and do kind of a longer continuous run, I'll do that on my own. If I need to go out and do some intervals, in fact, I'll probably hop on the treadmill for intervals because I find it easier to for the treadmill to dictate the pace for me. Yeah. More consistent. And then if I've got kind of a certain goal of a tempo run that I want to hit, I'll tend to do that on my own as well. Um, and ca I can cross poppy on my easy days and we'll do, we'll sometimes just do a bit of run walk and just chill out. And my heart rate barely gets above 140. Um, so for me, that's an easy rest day. It's an easy way of getting more miles on my legs without tiring myself out you see it's really kind of do her own thing yeah it's really interesting because I I think I did an easy run that you'd put down and I yeah. tried to do it with the dog and I and I felt really good it, I mean I, I didn't think my heart rate was like you know when I was running I didn't feel out of breath she was in good form we were just having a really nice run and when I got back I think we did six I think we did a sort of long run mile. You did six think, and a half, didn't you, at the weekend? Yeah. Yeah. And but when I look back at the statistics, I was aerobic, I wasn't easy. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 my fitness felt great. But just obviously not, you know, so I can't, and that was she was actually quite slow for her. Yeah. So it's it's pacing it, isn't it? It's pacing her back a little bit. Yeah, so I think it depends what your goals are. If you're training for a race with the dog, absolutely you need to be training with the dog. Yeah. But if you're kind of training for a race on your own, but you, you want to kind of cross your dog, I think you need to ask yourself what, which sessions are most important that you get spot on for you. Um, and you can fit the canny cross around that. Yeah. That's I think that's what, it, what I'm doing. It's working for me at the moment. Yeah. I, I did my intervals uh, by myself yesterday. Yeah. I still find that the hardest thing going out without the dog. <laughs> yeah it's tough it feels harder doesn't it you're like where's yeah. this where's this added assistance that I usually have I know and then you know I was running along the canal yesterday I'm thinking right there's a duck so I'll go you know I can be going a bit faster let's do my interval here you know whatever um but it never feels quite the same doesn't it and it's it, it is really weird but I mean I'm hoping I get a few more canny cross races in anyway so I've sort of got a dual dual thing going on at the moment till the end of the season but um yeah, I, I just have to see how it goes. But we've got plenty of time when I can't kind of cross that I can up for the for the June race. And it's a coastal one, so I need to get some hills in there. Oh, it'd be quite hilly. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely plan you some hills in for that. Yeah. How, so how is Pickle on the uphills? Is she? she uh, it depends when when a when about it is in the run. Yeah. Okay. She's always out in front, but she doesn't always pull me. 
Um, and we might do some, I, it's quite funny, and I do this when I'm teaching Pilates something, if there's something particular I want to do, and so like a standing class, and I, I have to sort of do that with you most of the time. Uh, if I've got something I need to do, I'll I'll make sure that we do it in that class. <laughs> so oh, yeah. with my social run, we um, I said to them, we might have to do hills soon. It's this lovely little hill that we've got with the dogs. So uh, they were like, no, no. <laughs> oh, it's good practice for everybody, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And the dogs as well, because they need to train. They need to get used to the terrain that we're, we're running yeah, on. Yeah, they do. So. They do. So, Poppy's uh, fast asleep now after our run this morning. You know, that's that's a sign of a triathlete, isn't it? Yeah. Run, eat, sleep. Sleep. Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice if we could do that, wouldn't it? It would be. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, we're recording podcasts for you to listen to. So do you have a training plan at home? Do do you train differently, for example, if you're training for a canicross race as opposed to a race that's for you? Um, we'd love to hear your different experiences, really. Um, if you if you are wanting a training plan, um, don't forget that Louise and I have developed our fantastic Get Stronger, Run a Faster 5K course. We have had quite a few canny crossers come through that and have really good results. Um, so the next course starts on the 4th of March. So you can check that out at runafaster5k.com. Yeah, and we'll put the um, information for that in the show notes. In fact, um Emily Thomas from K9 Trail Time put a post out the other day. She shared our posts about the course and she said, I need to do this again. I've lost my motivation and accountability. So, uh, yeah, hopefully, Emily, we'll see you back on the course. <laughs> Excellent. Well, do let us know. And any other ideas for um, guests for um, the, the podcast, as well as any kind of cross stories that you might have. Um, we've had loads of new followers on, the, um, on our Instagram page at the moment. So, um that's really good so thank you for that um but yeah just come uh, let us know what you would like to hear more of and um i think we chatted quite a bit there michelle haven't we We've i think of... we have how, how do we find so much to talk about we filled in so i hope it was a bit i hope it was some interest to you um and uh we will have kate on the podcast to talk to you about well you have to wait and find out yeah we've got a couple of really great podcasts coming up so do look out for them i'm excited to interview our next few guests yes so am i so have a good week and we will see you on the podcast next week we hope you've enjoyed today's episode don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends And if you get a moment, please leave us a review. We'll see you next time on Canny Cross Conversations. Thank you to our sponsor, Get Stronger, Run Faster 5K. Find out more about the course at the link in the show notes. It's great for canny crossers and runners to improve their 5K time and keep up with the dogs. And it will really help you to enjoy running more and avoid injury.